0: Welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name's Brandon. And I would be Craig. No, you're not You're Craig. I don't know why I said it like that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know either, but um hey, guess what? The weather is identical as it was
0: last week. There's only one difference.
1: <laughs> what?
0: It's just you and I in here together. We don't have Corey. That is true. So That's sad. Um, yeah, it is kind of sad. sad. He um he kind of um you
1: know, he brings a different dimension to everything. He and, does um I um you know as I uh, was looking out uh my window this morning and it was snowing again. I loved it. Uh, I didn't. All I could think of is.
0: But sometimes I like to close my eyes and imagine what it'd be like when summer does come. <sighs> That's me right now. It's you. You're just often. <laughs> You're off in your own la la land in the middle of a grass field with dandelions everywhere <laughs> and there's snow blowing and that's all I
1: see is just a uh, summer.
0: <laughs> that's great. Olaf may be one of the best characters ever in a Disney movie. You know he actually really is. He's uh he every line he has is almost perfect. And who
1: I don't know the guy. I mean, I know what oh, he yeah. looks like, but yeah. his voice is absolutely perfect. perfect for it that is. character. Yeah.
0: So have you seen Frozen 2? No. You, you're gonna have to come over for movie night. Can I? Yeah, you got to get your fireplace. You're, I got to get my fireplace get stove going, going. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Frozen Two, Olaf is even better than he was in Frozen One. Really? And I know that's tough to to grasp, but well, could it be
1: that you know when they when they when they do like a movie like that and the, there's a character that like kind of takes off and that mm-hmm. character took off, then he gets more of a prominent you know oh yeah play in that yeah yep.
0: right yeah he's he's good. That's... So what's been going on with you? Well, it's been a crazy couple of days for me. I uh, don't have heat in my house. That's what I heard. So a couple of weeks ago, my well, when we got back from Christmas, okay. um, my fireplace wasn't drafting right, and so okay. I have not tried to get that started again. Okay. Um, I think I've got some creosote that has fallen down on top of where the um, the stove pipe comes into okay. the stove. So I'm hoping I'm gonna get that taken care of. But then, yeah, we've got a natural gas um, boiler okay. that. Heats up water lines. There's copper oh, wow. lines. I better not say that too loud. Somebody come steal a copper out of my basement. Right. Um, but there's copper lines that go through the basement and they go up into the radiators okay. and, and it just cycles through as it's, you know, so when it's, when it's heating, right. there's a pump, um, that it's, uh, it's got impellers in it and it will run that water through. Oh, okay. The boiler heats the water. The gotcha. pump, um, pushes the water through the, the baseboard heaters mm-hmm. and, and through the pipes and everything that pump is not working correctly. Oh, okay. So my brother-in-law came over last night we were looking at it. I actually have all the parts I need. Like they had some spare parts there that are brand new, which is, is great because if not, I'd be looking at, you know, two or three, $400 just for the parts Ooh. probably. And, uh, so we are going to, we're going to replace a 1962, <laughs> um, natural gas nice boiler pump tonight you know you can preach you can
1: play in the snow you can sing and you can work on furnaces this is this is
0: talented bro i'm telling you this is talent something like that here's what i can't do apparently what's that (laughs) (laughs) fix my truck really yeah it's still messed up um Have you decided to take it somewhere? No, I'm gonna get it. I just haven't, I don't feel like crawling out in the snow to get up under it to work on it anymore. So is that why you're not driving it? Yeah, it won't start. I've got a crankshaft sensor that was going bad. And so I went to take the crankshaft sensor out. Well, in the process, the crankshaft sensor broke off in the engine block and it's stuck as stuck could be. And i thought about like, I thought about dynamite. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> yeah well yeah you got you got a few things going on right now you know but god is good it, it's all you and somebody told me this and, and and i'll I'll pass this all along to you with the snow okay please i need it you know it's like stuff's gonna happen
1: absolutely and, and so you
0: can choose to sulk in that or you can choose to have joy and i choose joy you know somebody i saw on facebook there there you go <laughs> see you just oh, right? <laughs> i love i love summer and so with the snow you can choose to be – oh, no. Now, that's something to be unjoyful about. I, he just, just ran out of coffee. He just ran out of coffee. He's over there shaking his coffee. And yep. like, I just ran out. But anyways, you can choose to be um, unjoyful with the snow. Exactly. You're still going to have the same amount of snow but not any joy. Exactly. So, you exactly, know what? It is what it is. I know you love the snow. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, I waited till the snow got done and um, went out and shoveled my driveway and shoveled my uh, walk and – Everything and I was looking down the street and, um, I looked down there and there was a uh, mom walking with her kids. They were kind of like just playing in the snow mm-hmm. a little bit. And I thought, you know, this, it's kind of a crisp, um, it was crisp outside. Oh, yeah. And, um, you, you know, when you, when you first get that snowfall, it's crazy how deafening it is. I mean, yes. it like puts a muffled sound on everything. I could literally hear the little girl talking almost mm-hmm. everything she was saying and she was probably, gonna say seven to ten houses down down the block and i could hear almost it's like her voice was just traveling straight down the sidewalk that's great and uh, yeah it was it was pretty good so i kind of stood out the end of the driveway and looked down and you know i hate to admit this it was kind of pretty wasn't
0: it yeah it was it was okay it was fine you know what the nice thing about that is and then i slipped down to one knee and i thought this is terrible oh here we go yeah (laughs) the nice thing about that is is we officially have that recorded of you saying that the snow was pretty, and I have a feeling you're just going to pull that out. I'm just going to loop, loop it. play that some
1: Sunday. I'm just going to loop it. <laughs> right? The no, snow was pretty. pretty. The snow was pretty. The snow was pretty. Oh man! So yeah, we got uh, we got tomorrow. I saw the uh, temperatures dropping down to two degrees, so that'll be perfect. I mean, great snow, cold wind, cold. Yeah. So, cold. so while I have joy right cold. now, my prayer is that <laughs> exactly. we get the fireplace and the, the furnace going yeah, you're definitely, tonight. You're definitely going to need that for sure. So, but yeah, we, um, the, uh, it's crazy how, um, how much the back roads uh, oh, yeah. around here get, you know, pretty well the, the main roads are decent, mm-hmm. but like the back roads, man, as soon as you get off the main roads, you get on those back roads and it's, it gets dicey. Yeah. Back yesterday there.
0: after church, um, we went to lunch with Allie's, um, family, okay. and we ate at her grandmother's house. And so, yeah, you know, Route 4 wasn't bad. It was covered, actually. Yeah, when I left, it was covered. Yeah. And, but man, you, you're you right. You hit the side roads, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, like they haven't been touched. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, yesterday, um, the roads were also covered when, when I left church. I was, I, I just popped the truck into four wheel. I was like, I don't even want to mess with it. I'm right. just going to gnaw through this, and I did fine. So,
0: I should go pop my truck into four wheel. You should try. You should at least get it started first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so what else is going on? I don't know. Uh, it's been been a good weekend, I think. You know, we yeah, had a good day weekend. yesterday. We were low in numbers, but yeah, with this, the, the impending snow, I didn't expect anything different. And it did snow. I was I was
1: shocked. And I think the snow came a. Uh, It started later than what they forecasted. Initially, they forecasted it at like 4
0: Mm a.m., and then they kind of pushed it back to right when first service started. Exactly, and it was starting right about when I was – about eight thirty when yep. I was coming in,
1: um, it was really snowing when I got here, and, um, and you know you're looking out the doors just before church started for that before the first service, and it was putting it down. Yes, and um, but uh, still, um, you know, not a bad crowd for as dismal as it was for and, sure. Um, so I know some people. Um, somebody uh, told me that uh, they heard that we weren't having church. Um, Yesterday. Huh. And so um we may want to for those of you who are listening talk about when the only way that we cancel church at all weather wise is if we go to level if the level, level three? Two. Two?
0: I think it's a level I thought it was three. It may be three. I think it's three. Well now we're gonna have to look it up.
1: Well, level three is where you're not allowed to be on the road at all. Right, and, you right. can, and it's only for emergencies. Level two is um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's kind of like call your employer, you know, be very careful. Level one is just kind of warning you about it. Right. I think right. it was level three that we go to, uh, where when Union County goes to level three because of you're not allowed to be on the road. Right. And that's when we, yeah, when we I'll do have it. to check that yeah.
0: out. So we'll, uh, have an update for you next week. Um, I think it might Hopefully be. Hopefully we don't too, get dumped all but... on, on snow this weekend. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, but are we in or are we out? <laughs> but, but here's the deal. If, if we're going to cancel, Check Facebook exactly. Um, check our website. website. We will update the website. Yep. Check, um, you know, we we do have avenues to where we can um, call in and get it on like Channel 10 TV, like scrolling at the bottom, right. and all of that stuff. So yeah,
1: so yeah, I mean, anytime Brandon's right. If you if you think there's anything in doubt, go to our Facebook page or go to our website, and we'll definitely have that listed on there because um, I don't remember only dismissing one time, and that was a couple years ago. Oh, right. That was was Last that the, year.
0: No, it was the year before. Was it the year before? Yeah. It was the year before. And then COVID hit. That's right. Yeah. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Not really. You and I were both here that day though that we dismissed. We I did, think. Did, Didn't we? you come in? Yeah. I did. I came in and grabbed some mics and stuff and, yeah. and went live from my house just for a few Yeah. Minutes. And I
1: came in to get something and I can't remember what it was. And, uh, but pretty much stayed home.
0: Yeah, it was, but rough. it was rough. It was rough that day. It was rough. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It, it was very rough. So. But, yep. So, but no, other than that, I mean, things what are, are good. Yesterday? We, yeah. kids are good. Um, we had a Vex robotics competition up at Kalahari this water park fun. this past week. And so that was good. Um, they did, did well for their first, um, competition. So that's good. It was, it was, it was fun just to watch. Yep. So my, um, son and daughter-in-law were down in, um, Nashville, Tennessee, and
1: so I've been getting pictures from the Grand Old Opry and, um, which is fun, you know. Snowy down
0: there too, wasn't it?
1: I don't know. He never did say, but Anita has been in Cincinnati watching the four grand, grandkids and I went up on Friday and, Spent the night with them and, um, had a good time and that was, that was wonderful. And, and then here the snow hit. So. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was a, we had a good day yesterday. I thought the uh, worship was good. I thought the, it was good. The songs were awesome that went right along mm-hmm. with, um, with the message. And, um, uh, you noticed that I was
0: about five minutes. Uh, I will admit you were well under both services. We yeah. ended like we were I, under an hour. I thought personally that we had more songs than we needed. Like, we had the same amount of songs that we normally do, but we kind of strung a couple together. And so I right. thought – and I, so I told the worship team, like, hey, we may dismiss before This is Amazing Grace and just invite people to worship with us if mm-hmm. they want to stay or if not. Mm-hmm. I looked up, and, like, yeah, I did the announcements, and then it's like, oh, yeah, we got more than enough time to do This is Amazing Grace. And we still ended at, like, two minutes prior to the hour.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, so, was, yeah, it was good. We were, we were under, so uh, that was really
0: good. I was like Todd. Exactly. Time's always under. So you don't want to hear any complaints this week. You know, no complaints. You were, you were under time. I'm sure it complains, but. <laughs> right, exactly. No, I thought it was a good day. It did. I, I felt like the, the songs, the message uh, went along together and we'll, we'll chat about that here in a few minutes. But you oh, know, yeah. just that idea of, of, you know, what do you do when you have to stand alone? And I yeah. love, absolutely love that account of Elijah. I do too.
1: And I was telling somebody the, uh, actually this morning that popped into the office, um, you could actually do an entire year on Elijah. You could really, you could, I mean, you could break his life down because he has, he's courageous. He's bold. He's this, but he also suffers with depression. Right. He's also down. And so, um, yeah, you could do a lot on Elijah, but this account is absolutely unbelievable it's like none i've ever seen in my life so but yeah you're right um you know what do you do when you're when you're standalone because i have a feeling that many christians over the last say um 20 what are we at 22 months or 20 21 22 months 22 years it feels like it it does feel like that (laughs) right 100 percent. but you know where some christians if they're putting their foot down have had to st- stand alone. I've talked to them. People right. have gone to this church. People have gone to other churches, other Christians that I've known that they're, they, they're not complying and doing some things that they just, it goes against what they believe. Right. And so it's rough when you're the only one standing by yourself. Right. And, um, think about, think about Elijah. I mean, he had the 400 prophets, uh, 455 prophets of, um, Baal, Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah. Yep. I mean, that's a lot of people to standing. And so then, the ringleader's Jezebel? hmm That's crazy. Yep. I mean, this is one of the most wicked women that ever yes. lived on the face of the planet. But...
0: Yeah. Crazy stuff. It is very crazy. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. The, uh, the account of this is just... Yeah, it's good stuff. And, and yeah. I love when he's... Well, Getting ahead of ourselves, but I love when he mocks him. Like, that's my favorite part. When he starts mocking the prophets. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Anyway Yeah, he's, yeah, right. Where is he? Is he, is he gone? Is he on vacation? Like, is he he relieving himself? It's like, and Elijah's like, oh, is your God going to the potty? (laughs) Well, you know, I, um, here's the funny thing
1: yesterday. I started off with, um, um, started with an illustration from Charles Swindoll's book, Living Above the Level of Mediocrity, and, um, this is an older book actually. I mean it was yeah. printed in 87 and um and I've read this book one time and it was back in the 80s. And um actually the only copy I had I loaned it to somebody a few years back and I never got it back. Oh, no. So but I had yesterday literally five people asked me can you send me that book title again? I didn't write it down and I want to get that book. But I thought the example that he used of standing by yourself in mm-hmm. was really good. About almost
0: uh, that idea of peer pressure 100%. exactly what
1: it is. And you know, if even though that was 1987 and here it is, you know, 2020, right? Um, it's still those two 87 to 2020, it's still the same thing. Are you going to give in? Because, um, if you didn't listen or you didn't hear, um, psychologist Ruth Bernard did this survey with, um, like 10 um, teenagers and they were going to show them, A graph. And there was she was going to point to the longest line and ask, what is the longest line? And then they were to raise their hands. But what they did is they instructed nine of the 10 teenagers to point to the second longest line. And I thought this was a great illustration. So when she pointed to the second longest line and asked, is this the longest line? The teenagers, nine of them raised their hands and the one stood around and looked like at him like, well, you gotta be kidding me. But eventually he slipped his hand up. Right. And so, um, I, I'm gonna read what she said because I thought this was good. She says, the experiment began with nine teenagers doing, voting for the wrong line and the stooge would look around the room and would have an obvious look of confusion on his face. And then he would slip his hand up and the others in the group, the instructions were repeated and the next card was raised time after time. The self-conscious stooge would sit there saying that the short line was the longest line simply because they lacked the courage to challenge the other nine in the group. And I think that's where we're at today. Yep, exactly. I think that we, a lot of people lack the courage of standing alone and standing by themselves and for sure, um, doing what, you know, that we're, we're supposed to do. So,
0: um, But I, I think Elijah is a good example of that. Yes, he is. I'm pulling it up myself now. 1987, that's when that book was written. It is. 87. That was a good year. year. Is it? I don't know, I was two. So, okay. 22. Right? So I had something interesting happen to me this past week. Oh, that'll be. Did I tell you about it? Maybe. Going to tractor supply the other day? Possibly not. I don't know that I did. So I went into tractors. I'm. I was born in 1985. I'm 36 years old. I'll be 37 here in a couple months, on the Ides of March. Anyways, March um, the 15th. 15th. Yep.
1: My wife's the 14th. That's right. But not. 30, yeah. know, anyway, 36 course. years. I won't tell you how old she is. is. Yeah,
0: exactly. But anyway, so I went into Tractor Supply looking for puppy food, and, like, no one has the puppy food that we've been using. Like, we've been getting it at Rural King, okay. and they were out, and their truck hadn't come in. And so I'm, like, I'm looking online. It's like, okay, Tractor Supply says they have it in stock. So I went in there, picked it up, and I'm checking out, and the lady's like, oh, are you part of our rewards program? I said, I think so, but I'm not sure. So I put in my number in the little keypad, and she said, no, you're not. She said, but I can sign you up if you want. I said, Sure so she get she got my name got my phone number and it was funny like i gave her my phone number and she looks at me she goes um you said 540 which i grew up in virginia that was that's the area code is a virginia area code never changed it it just okay. I said yes ma'am that's that's correct that's the right it's the right number and so then she gets my email address and i told her what it was it's b Chenault 85 and um and she goes oh 85 is that the year you graduated Ha <laughs> ha! I wanted to be like, do I look like I'm 57? Like seriously, come on! I said, uh, no, that was the year I was born. And she goes, oh my goodness, I feel so old. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good stuff right there. I like that. Like Jordan was with me. Jordan looked at me like, uh-huh. really?
1: So if you graduated in 85, that means you would be right now 54.
0: Yeah, 50. I, that's what I was like I asked Jordan when we were walking back to the car, I said, "Dude, I, do I look 55?" Like she goes, "No, dad. No you don't." Well, she gets paid to say that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that that um that happened. So that was my big I that was Thursday. And we had to run to town for something And so I went and did that And it's like <laughs> I just want to cancel worship practice And go home exactly, and get in bed like just hibernate And exactly. like, lick
1: my wounds right now But yep. yeah,
0: right Hey, before we move on any farther too um, yeah. Today's a, a special day for a special someone in my life Okay Happy birthday, Mom Really? Today is my mother's birthday it's your mom's birthday Yep
1: Well, happy birthday so. And hope it's a good day And um hope you're not getting snow Unless you like She likes snow. the snow Really? Yeah
0: what is wrong with you all? We love God's creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I do too. Right. But I'm kind of Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I like it when it's, uh, sunny and got like leaves on the trees, and degrees, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Hope you could do something fun. Hope, uh, hope your, uh, husband, Donnie takes you someplace nice or, you know, bakes you a cake or maybe German chocolate. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if she likes German she chocolate. She does like German chocolate. Okay, good. Yeah. But I That's don't, more his style, right? I
0: don't see my dad baking a cake. Mom's a cake baker.
1: Well, well if you maybe make yourself a cake, maybe she make her cake, own birthday right? <laughs> make yeah, her right? Own cake. yeah, right? Yeah, right? Awesome. So yeah, we were, um, <clears throat> when we were talking about yesterday, just kind of standing alone, it's, um, one of those things where, um, I, I think it's hard. And no, no matter how strong a personality you have, I, I just think it's hard to stand alone. I mean, you're, you kind of take a, a swallow, you take a deep breath, cause you're like, Nobody really wants to do that, to be right. honest with you, but you really have to, you, 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 right. you've got to do that. And so, um, I even talked about it's hard for Christians to take a stand even today. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and I gave a couple of different reasons. Uh, number one was the wickedness and the evil in the world today. And we, we see that all over the place. Right. And, um, I read a scripture and I think this is an awesome passage from Matthew 24, verses 10 through 13. And, um, it says, that uh, many will turn away from the faith and betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. But of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Yeah. And, and that verse packs a, a lot in it. You can actually do a sermon series from that
0: verse. Right, right. Right there.
1: Uh, because I think we're seeing that, that play down. Oh, well, that's
0: exactly where we're at. You know, the, the world is telling us that, you know, that good is evil and evil is good. You know, and right. it's that that passage, that verse that you you've you know said for so many times. Right. You know, woe to you who say that evil is good and good is evil. But that's what we're seeing played out today. One hundred percent. You know, you talked last week about abortion. Yep. You know that that's played up like it's this big. You know, it's 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 a big big healthcare saving grace, whatever you want to call it. Women's right. Women's right. You know, and and then. You know, you've got other things that are, are good, and it's played out like it's you know the worst thing since Adolf Hitler. Exactly, and I don't I don't get that because people are literally Christians. I, I've seen Christians who are buying into this stuff mm-hmm. that the world is telling you that is good or bad or whatever when right. it's when it's the opposite, and there are Christians that are falling into that trap, mm-hmm. and and part of that is because they are not they're not founded in their Bible.
1: Exactly, they're they're going off of, um, they're just going off the, uh, off the emotion of the day, the narrative of the day, the um, you know what the culture is telling you. You know the culture is uh, Satan is always good, and and he continues to hammer the same thing over and over again. And if you say it enough, it be, you know if you what's Hitler say? If you repeat the lie enough, it eventually becomes the truth. Exactly, and that's exactly what we have that's seen. That's what we're play seeing down a lot yep. in the last what twenty. Two months or 21 months or whatever, you know, you repeat the lie enough, it's actually, it becomes the truth. And um, and so since 1973, we've repeated the lie enough that, you know, this is a woman's right, this is a woman's body, this is health care, this is so women will, this will protect women, but you're legitimately killing your kids. I mean, exactly. what society allows yeah, a mother to kill their own children? So you, you look at that, you've repeated that lie so much. It has become believable and you've bought into that. And it's sickening mm-hmm. when you actually think about that, that, you know, there's no responsibility whatsoever. But just because I made a decision that was not right, I'm going to take this life and it's my right to do that. Right. Well, the government of the United States of America may say it is your right to do it. But guess what? God says no. Yeah. It is not your right. You're, exactly. you're not God. You cannot do that. So again, evil is good and good is evil. And you're right about that.
0: It's, yeah. And it's just, it's sad. It
1: the next thing I put out was the uh, power of the media. And, um, and I pretty much said the national news media and the voices of Hollywood have this really this amazing power over the American people in the world. And you know, it's kind of like whatever they say or do, um, we follow what's
0: the media i literally have not watched the news for you. in like a year and a half good for you the weather's the only thing i need and is any, that what you need and any <laughs> i do i was like i need to know when it's gonna snow come on and any any pertinent information you can give me so i can give to you yeah the, the media is rough
1: man yeah. it is it is just rough um I um I, I one of the verses that I read yesterday and I absolutely love in Jesus um, says this in Matthew seven verses thirteen and fourteen he says you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate and I want you to think about that line that is that's very yeah alarming yeah the highway to hell is broad and the gate is wide for many who choose that way but the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few are going to find it. Mm. That's, that's a sobering verse. It is. I, um, it really gets me sometimes when I, you know, when I hear that, because if you, when you watch the world and you listen to the, the narrative of the day, the message of the world is broad. It's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, you can do whatever you want. You can kill your babies. You can act however you want. It feels good to do it. If you're a woman and you want to be a man, you can do it. If you're a, a man and you want to be a woman, then you can do it. If you want to, you know, relate to, I have no sexuality it makes no sense right. to me so it's broad and mm-hmm. so but you know what god's going to love you anyway here's the thing about this i don't know what god they're talking about exactly but the god of the bible has certain things that you and i are to live by so and that's why jesus says you can enter in god's kingdom only through the narrow gate so the world has this wide gate to some unknown god and then god's is very small right and yeah you're right it's sobering yeah it's very yeah. sobering, uh, but I do like the um I do like the account the of Elijah how him and uh, King Ahab kind of go at it mm-hmm. and um, so um if you remember in the story um before this account um, Elijah comes to King Ahab and tells him that there's going to be a, uh, famine. a drought yeah. famine and there's not going to be any rain, and so that all takes place because the baal worship that's yep. taking place there's another there's an idol that is mm-hmm. there. And um, so they come and they meet together. And uh First Kings chapter eighteen, verses sixteen through eighteen, is that says this. So Obadiah went to tell Abra- Ahab that Elijah had come, and Ahab went out to Elijah. And when Ahab saw him, he exclaimed, "So it's really you, you troublemaker of Israel." And
0: here's the thing that gets me about right. this: it's Ahab's fault, exactly, not Elijah. Elijah was just. Telling them what was going to happen, what God told him was going to happen because of their idol worship. Exactly. There's going to be a famine. There's going to be a drought because of this. And, and so Elijah's the troublemaker. Exactly. So here's the thing.
1: Ahab is still not getting it. That God is the one doing this. Yes. So wouldn't you think that when no matter what Elijah would say, you're just going to kind of be like, okay, this guy is right because there has been a drought and a right, famine. Right. For he a was long time, right. So yeah. this guy's right. So whether
0: Elijah did it or not, are you going to, Common sense would tell me, I'm going to listen to this guy. I loved what you said yesterday. I'm not sure if you said it in both services, but I think you said it in first service for sure. You said that's like um, you getting upset at the the mail carrier right. for bringing you a letter saying that you owed more on your taxes. Right. It's like you owed the government more money. It's like don't shoot the messenger. That's, exactly. that's what Ahab's doing right here. Exactly.
1: And I love Elijah's response. He's like, I have made no trouble for Israel. But you and your family are the troublemakers, for you have um, you have refused to obey the commands of the Lord, and you have worshipped the images of Baal. He's like, yep. you're the one who's caused this, not me. And I absolutely think that is um, – I think that's awesome. I like Bob Russell's quote. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> oh, Bob. He said, the majority of opinion means you have a lot of fools in one place. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? I I feel like we're seeing that played out in today's world too. Oh yeah. Like just so much. With anything, I mean, just look at anything. I mean, let's not even take, um,
1: you know, take the narrative of COVID-19 and masks and vaccinations. And you know, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on any of those social media things, but people have told me that other Christians Mm -hmm. have, they'll, they'll just post something at random. Get vaccinated. Right. How about, Find Jesus. Exactly. Wear your mask. Who does that? Right. Literally, that's the narrative of the world. Right. That is the absolute godless narrative of the world. How about, do you know Jesus as your personal savior if you don't call me? Right. You know, private message me. Let's get the ball rolling on this. None right. of that whatsoever, but let's just go ahead and proclaim the message of the world. So there's that. There is the message of Abortion. There's the message of humanism. There's mm-hmm. the message of, you know, um, one race is, um, you know, driven into the ground and, you know, the white man's bad. And yeah, there's so many narratives going mm-hmm. on right now. And I believe 100% is a distraction of your soul. And it's a distraction of Satan to get Christians and other people sidetracked. So you do not find right. Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, because you begin to think, you know what? If there's a God, why is he letting this happen? Right. So God's still in control. <laughs> like I think you even said it earlier, God's in control no matter mm-hmm. what happens, whether it's the weather that I don't like or whether it's something I'm going through or whether, um, you know, there's just, you know, whatever it is, God is still in control. Right. And so do I recognize that in, t- in my life? For sure. And so how do I know God's in control? i got the power of the Holy Spirit that tells me that and leads me into, um, you know, another whole direction. So you can find joy even
0: in the snow. Can you? <laughs> I can. Can you? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Oh man. Well, the next uh, one uh, was that Elijah challenged the Israelites, and this is where this is where everything gets really good, right? In this story, in First Kings eighteen nineteen through twenty one, it says, "Summon all the of Israel to join me at Mount Carmel, along with the four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal and the four hundred prophets of Asherah, who are supported by Jezebel." So Ahab summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets of Mount Carmel to the and the prophets to Mount Carmel. Then Elijah stood in front of them, and this is what I love. How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people were completely silent. Mm. It always amazes me when you challenge people. They are quiet. Right. They're like, what do we do now? But Elijah's giving a clear choice here. You know what? You have got to stop going You need to back make up, up your forth. mind. Yeah. yeah. Make up your mind. Yeah. Because – um, you know what Baal worship was? Baal worship offered sensuality, exactly. sexuality. sexuality. And I think yesterday I said I don't know if I said it in both services, I bet the Israelites are thinking, Oh, you know what? We can do a little worship a little bit of God and worship a little bit of Baal mm-hmm. and and we can combine the two. But when you have combined God with something else, you've just created a false God. Exactly. There is no true God right. in that. So you're either following God or you're not. Right. You can't follow God and worship something else. hmm And so, you know, I I broke some things down and, um, you know, whatever you whatever your God is, you know, but um, but I do believe that if
0: Elijah was alive today, he would tell us,
1: you know, don't waver. Yeah, don't waver. Stand your ground.
0: You know, and I love you read from Revelation chapter three and and I love this verse. And again, this is another verse that really makes you think because there are times in my life it's like, man, I'm lukewarm right now. I'm neither hot nor right. cold I'm kind of wavering in the middle on this Exactly You know, and so Revelation 3, 15-16 Jesus says, I know all the things you do That you are neither hot nor cold I wish that you were one or the other But since you are like lukewarm water Neither hot nor cold I will spit you out of my mouth And that is the NLT That um, translation is a little bit more kindly worded Than some of the others Some of them say, I'm going to vomit you Yeah, Ugh, out of my mouth. vomit Right?
1: As bad as snow <laughs> <laughs> Never seen vomit in the snow, but anyway, <laughs> okay,
0: that just took a turn, <laughs> yeah, right? But you know, but, that's that's where they were there, right? I think that's like I said, I, I, you mentioned Facebook. We'll just take Facebook, social media, whatever, right? You know, I've seen Christians who are kind of in that lukewarm area. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to keep the peace. We need to, you know, we need that's to support the last thing everybody. We need to do. That's the last thing, right? We need no, you to need to, to follow do. God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Exactly. We're in the place we are today
1: is because everybody's kept their mouth shut and we've kept the peace. Right. And they're really – we're losing peace because we not tried to keep the peace. Right. Keeping the peace sometimes is fighting back. Exactly. Standing your ground. Exactly. Standing alone. People don't get that today because, right. again, the narrative of the world is Christians are to be gentle and kind mm-hmm. and passive and, you know – Loving and whatever Yeah You yeah, know what I can love you and still be angry at you And that's you.
0: exactly what I was getting ready to say You know I said You know follow God with all your heart It's love the Lord your God with all your heart Soul mind Exactly and Love you Jesus said love your neighbor as yourself That's the second you know commandment And you can be loving mm-hmm. But there sometimes Man My dad Growing up My dad loved me But there were times when my dad had to love me through tough love Did he, he, get, you your, understand, did he get you really good If you understand what I mean Yeah did he get you good Yes Good Yes and so sometimes to love means to discipline. Sometimes to love means to correct, to say, hey, right. you know what? I love you so much that I don't want to see you go down that road. You're in a, on a path that is not supported by God's word. What you're saying is not true. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's chat about this. It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean that, you know, we can't be friends. I just don't agree with you. Correct. Doesn't mean that I don't love you. And that's where the world is trying to put that back. Oh no, you know, you've got to be loving. Jesus was loving. Yes, Jesus was, was loving. Right. But Jesus also told you the truth when you needed to hear the truth. Right. You know, you, I, we've mentioned this. It's been a couple months now, but you know, the woman at the well. You know, hey, bring your husband and and we'll chat. Well, I don't have a husband. You're absolutely right. You don't. You've had five and the man you're living with now is not your husband. Exactly. You know, I can't imagine that, you know, she was all super excited to hear that from him. Right. You know, it wasn't like he was being like, oh, no, it's okay. Mm. So just go give your live, go get your live in and then we'll chat. (laughs) Right. No, he was like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. (laughs) You know, and and you saw life change through that. Exactly.
1: One hundred percent. Exactly. It's no
0: different than when my dad disciplined me growing Mm -hmm. up. Do you think Mm I, you know, thought twice before I did what I did when I got disciplined?
1: Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, you do. I I think the verse, the verse you just read, one of the things that really pops to me in that verse and it's, you know, spitting out, vomiting, whatever that pops. I mean, that gets you attention Right. But this part really gets me. It's the first few, the first few words. I know, I know all the things you Mm. do. Mm Mm-hmm. And I paused there yesterday, I think in both hours, because that is, to me, that's very sobering, because I think that, you know, sometimes we think, ah, you know, this doesn't matter or, or right. whatever, um, but God knows, he, he knows everything yeah. that you do, and that's sobering to me, because that's everything, that's my yep. thoughts, and my that's thoughts, what's in my right. heart, it's this, and, and you know what, uh, like you said, sometimes I'm lukewarm, mm-hmm. and so I hate that, I, yeah. I hate that, and so when you, you realize that God knows everything about you, Christ knows everything that you do wow that always puts you right back into the area of well I need to repent uh-huh. I I need to get back on the same page as God and right. follow God in what you want and in, in, for my life and right and by the way next Sunday we're going to be talking this coming Sunday we're talking about God's will for our lives and so and just do what God wants us to do right so um I love the um I'm gonna read a couple passages. I won't read the real long one, and we'll just kind of tell what happened, but I do like this. It said um, in 1 Kings 18, 22 and 24. Elijah said to them, I'm the only prophet of the Lord who is left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Now bring two bulls. The prophets of Baal may choose whichever one they wish, and cut it into pieces, lay it on the wood of their altar, but do not set fire to it. I'll prepare the other bull, lay it on the wood, and I won't set fire to it. And then call on the name of your God, and I will Little call G. on the name of the Lord. I know, right? I love that. Yep. The God who answers by setting fire to the wood is the true God. And then this next part is crazy. First Kings 18, we already alluded to this, 25 through 27. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, you go first. There are many of you. Choose one of the bulls and prepare it and call on the name of your God. But do not set fire to the woods. So they all prepared the bull and placed it on the altar. And they called on the name of Baal from morning until noontime, shouting, Oh, Baal, answer us. But there was no reply of any kind. Then they danced, and I love this part, hobbling around. What is hobbling? Is that like I pant? twisted my ankle the other day and I hobbled? Did you? I, don't I don't know what yeah. hobbling. I need to look that up. Hobbling around the altar that they had made. About noon time, Elijah began mocking them. Now, if you can't if you don't think that God has a sense of humor and like when you're watching something stupid take down that go down, the prophets were mocking these sinful people. And here's yep. what he said. You'll have to shout louder, for surely he's a God. Perhaps he's daydreaming or relieving himself. That's
0: my favorite. That's awesome. It's my favorite. I
1: love it. Or maybe he's away on a trip or asleep and he needs to be awakened. Now, what we don't realize is there's 850 Mm -hmm. prophets, 450 prophets of Baal, 400 prophets of Asherah, and he's standing all by himself. And literally, the Israelites, they're on the line at this point. So he doesn't really have the Israelites behind him at
0: this point because he is legitimately this man is standing by himself. exactly, And he's not wavering. And it's funny because you almost see these, um, these prophets of Baal and Asherah and, and it's like they're, they're not even calling out to a God. It's like they're one of genie. Like they're not asking anything. They're like commanding. They're, they're shouting at him. Exactly. And, and it's like, do, you know, pretty much do what we want. Exactly. And then, and then I love when it's Elijah's turn, when he's had enough, he's like, okay. Exactly. Step aside. Exactly. He just you what four sentences? Yeah, I mean cause you're
1: four, right, because you're right. Simple. These just guys, prayer. they were shouting, they were screaming, they were cutting themselves, mm-hmm. and Elijah, you know. He walked up to the altar, and he prayed this. This is the prayer he prayed. Oh, Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are the God of Israel, and I am your servant. Prove that I have done this all at your command. Oh, Lord, answer me. Answer me so that these people will know that you, oh, Lord, are the God that have brought them back to yourself. That's four lines. Four lines. Four short lines.
0: And it none of the emphasis is on Elijah. None. It's all on God prove that you done. are who you
1: show are. your power exactly demonstrate who you are to these people. First Kings 18, 38 and thirty nine immediately the fire of the Lord flashed down from heaven and burned the young bull the wood the stones and the dust and licked up all the water in the trench. When all the people saw it they fell face
0: down to the ground and they cried the Lord he is God the Lord is God. I love I'd that say you would I love that because guess what he didn't just send fire and and the the cow the bull the the wood and all that burn up. The stones disintegrated. I mean, the way I totally. read it, that's what
1: happened. It was just poof. exactly, you know, just a yeah.
0: ball of fire from heaven. Exactly. And, and yeah, absolutely. The people fell down. Could you imagine like, I would, if I would have been there, it's like, okay, am I next? Exactly. You'd be like, wow, that's imagine that fire. Mm-hmm. Imagine that fire in your house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you've heard the account. I mean, does your mind go back to Sodom and Gomorrah? Oh yeah. You know, and so that's a, that's a great topic. It's off off subject. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but you know, I've had people before talk to me um about God raining fire down and and right. I've had people before say, you know, there's a song that we have sang before. We haven't sang it in a while, not mm-hmm. not for any reason, but just it hasn't fit with our messages um but it's by Matt Redman. Okay. I absolutely love um I actually love his uh his British accent and uh his breathiness when he sings, but um, That's pretty but anyway, actually, what's that? That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I practice. Is that I said Taiwan? That was British. Okay. <laughs> anyways, but um, but it there's a, a line in here for you, and it says, you know, let your fire fall. Right. And, and I've had people be like, why Why do we sing that? Why would we want God's fire to fall? Every time that God used fire for something, when God's fire fell, it it brought restoration. Right. It brought newness. Right. You know, you you think of of this situation here. What right. it, it it did bring judgment, right. You know, and and there are times in my life where I need God's fire to fall on me to exactly. bring judgment in my life, to bring restoration in my life. You look at Sodom and Gomorrah and the fire that fell. Well, there was a reason that fell. Right. It it, it fell to bring judgment. It was God's judgment. Exactly. And guess what? We we have to have God's judgment in our lives. Well, no. you do, you you really
1: do, and <clears throat> I agree with that. You know, we all need restoration, and sometimes before you get to the restoration part, uh, it's going through a difficult
0: part, and right. sometimes going through the fire is, is what right. it's what refines you, right? What gets you to the place? You think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah, and what you know what God brought them through and through the exactly. fiery furnace, and, exactly. And yeah, so you said you needed
1: fire in your life. You know what you need fire in your life for? my house well that's true you might want to start you know what you could burn tonight your yoga pants see here we go
0: hey it's been a couple of weeks it has bro. been you've been good you know come on i'm surprised it didn't come up last week with cory but it, it didn't you know so. i haven't even worn those things since before christmas you know i don't believe you i promise I, I don't believe you ask my wife
1: how when she goes to bed i know they come on right yeah <laughs> I get up and I,
0: I go in and put the yoga pants on and just on. turn music on and start dancing. See, that's what I picture. Uh, I'm sure you do. <laughs>
1: All right, back on track. Back
0: to, back to that. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll throw those in the fire tonight. If you should. They're comfortable. I probably won't. <laughs> so, the next thing that Elijah did was pronounce judgment
1: on the prophets of Baal. And this verse is see, fire came and judgment came i got to tell you something. Elijah was the man. I'm all for justice and everything, but this verse here even gets me. 1 Kings 1840. Elijah commanded, seize all the prophets of Baal, and don't let a single one of them escape. So the people seized them all. Elijah took them down to the Kishon Valley, and he killed them there. At least 450 of them. uh, It could have been all 850, but at least the prophets of Baal were... We're killed. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I tried to explain yesterday briefly that that was done obviously under God's command, um, to have that done. And, and I, and I think that sounds extreme to us today because we're not used to anything like that. I mean, people get away with so much. I yeah. Mean, yeah. We have leaders in our government who are, we, we know they're criminals. We mm-hmm. know there's criminal activity, but nothing's ever happens to them right. whatsoever. So, you know, you do hear, Things like, you know, leniency and plea bargaining and suspended sentence and so we just don't see justice today. But right. The thing that I wanted everybody to understand is that God is a just God. Exactly. God is just. And for him to say to allow that to happen, that was just In his in his sight, right. And what he was actually doing was trying to save the entire body. Mm -hmm. And so yesterday I asked, you know, is a surgeon unloving if he goes into you and cuts out a tumor that's cancerous to save your life? I mean, it's it's harsh, Mm -hmm. and you may be laid up for a while. May hurt a little bit, but let's say that you have something in you know one of your legs or your arms, and you gotta you know have your leg amputated or your arm amputated. Mm -hmm. That's harsh, man. That is harsh. But But if it saves the body. And yeah. you live another 35 years, that, then that's worth it. So the surgeon's not on loving because he, you know, cuts something out or he amputates something. And, right. and God is actually showing that I believe that he loves the entire mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. And so there was a, I mean, that whole part with Jezebel and those prophets, yeah. man, they were malignant. Right. Totally malignant. Right. And so I read a verse from Romans eleven twenty two, which is, I think it's a good verse, but it's, it's a very, again, Sobering verse. Notice how God is both kind and severe. And all we like to do is focus on the kindness. He says He is severe toward those who disobey, but kind to you if you continue to trust in His kindness. But if you stop trusting, you will also be cut off. Mm-hmm. Kind and severe. Yep. It's kind of like you mentioned your dad. Your dad right. loves you. He's kind, but was he severe when he got you? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same here, man. Yeah, and that's it's it's the same, and and. You know, I I think about that that correlation between a father and a child and God right. as our father and 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 for sure I think there are times where we get where we miss the boat because we we give God attributes that right. our earthly fathers and and the truth is is that our earthly fathers I'm a I'm a flawed father you're a flawed father you know my dad as great as he was was a flawed father and mm-hmm. so there are times where we we kind of look at God in a in a earthly aspect, we have to we understand that God is the ultimate father. Exactly. And as a father for me, like I've got to model my life after him. Exactly. Um, and so, but yeah, you know, God corrects us in those moments so that we will will stay true to where we need to be, just like our mm-hmm. fathers, you know, just like I correct my kids, mm-hmm. um, because I, I don't want them going down the road that's going to lead them into sin or away from God or into exactly. trouble. I don't want them to be harmed. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, I, I'm I'm loving exactly. I'm kind, but when I have to be severe, when right. I have to be a little bit more stern, mm-hmm. so my kids understand, hey, this is serious, right? Like the, these people here, it was serious. They were they were heading down a road that was completely 180 degrees away from God, and the whole and the entire
1: the entire body was moving that way, right? I mean, these people were all. It's amazing that when the Bible calls us sheep, we really are. Exactly, we really are sheep. And so the point of yesterday was when is it when is it time for us and when are we gonna take a stand? Right. When are we gonna say enough's enough, we're not doing this anymore, we're not complying, we're not doing this, we're not yep. gonna follow this narrative, we're not gonna go along with the abortion and the yep. rhetoric and the yep. and the all that stuff, but we're going to take a stand, dig our heels in and say, Enough's enough. Right. And we're gonna fight back. Yep. Elijah fought back. He fought back in the name of God. He didn't fight back in his power if you're fighting right. back and not using the name of God, but if you're called to do that, you need to fight back. Mm-hmm. You need to stand strong on the word of God and the promises of Jesus Christ. And if you're going to fight back any with anything, you're going to fight back with the gospel of Jesus Christ yep. to show people how much God loves them and how much God cares for them. And that right. God wants to spend eternity with you. And so to get caught up in any kind of narrative uh, of the world is just, I don't get it. Right. I just don't yep. get it. So take a stand, right? Take a stand. And sometimes you got to stand alone. Exactly, when that happens. Yep. So good stuff. And next week, um, talking about God's will. I think people are going to be alarmed of what I'm actually going to say because um, I think somebody's. I think people look for a magic pill, right, when it comes to God's will, right, or a magic uh formula. Formula. Give me the formula. Give me what I need to do. Right. I think you're going to be uh, shocked of what it actually is. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's anyway. A Sunday. maybe a little bit more simple than people think.
1: One hundred percent it is. Yeah. Got a few things coming up, which is uh really good. We got the aging parents um seminar class. It's it starts uh, this Sunday, right? January thirtieth. Thirtieth. Yep. January thirtieth, February sixth, February thirteenth, four to Three Sunday nights and it's questions and issues for people in their golden years of life and for those who are caring for loved ones in their latest state of, of life. And those things are going to all be talked about. Um, each week has a different topic and presentations by, it's just local professionals. And, uh, if you guys haven't registered and you want to do that, you can, you can do that. You can register at rccoutreachministry at gmail.com. You impressed that I
0: knew that? You were reading it okay come on I mean yeah I was okay. so impressed perfect so impressed wow coming
1: up we got uh night of prayer coming up um February the 8th that's hard to believe we're, we're it it feels just like few, we few just weeks. did
0: a night of prayer yeah six o'clock February the 8th um you want to talk about the night of worship yeah night of worship on February the 13th mm-hmm. that's a Sunday night and um we're gonna spend some time focusing on God's love perfect and maybe we'll hand out some dove chocolate
1: that would be awesome, actually.
0: I love Dove Chocolate. That'd be awesome. Um,
1: we got a Women of Worth monthly fellowship um for women eighteen and over. They're going to be meeting Saturday, February the twelfth, ten a.m. at Kelly's Kitchen, or is it Kelly? Yeah, Kelly's, Kelly's Kitchen. Kitchen in yep. Richmond, well, Richwood. So not Richmond. Yeah, right. You don't want to do that one. Reserve your place by registering at Richwood Church slash Women. You impressed that I knew that. I am. Wow. And then we got real moms, real Jesus, real Jesus. It's a women's Bible study Thursday, February 17th, 630 to eight meeting for eight weeks in the fellowship hall. If you have any questions, you can once again, uh, sign up, um, at richwood.church slash women, or you can, I don't know, email the church office or call us if you have any questions. Right. Yep. So next week is the will of God. I'm still, uh, not, Quite sure, the first Sunday of uh, February. Thinking about yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Well, here's what I've been doing, and this is the absolute truth. I've been waiting to hear from God instead of going on my own, because I have so many uh, good ideas on my own. <laughs> but I don't want it to be you me. Can go I want it to your be go, exactly so. Um, but I'm leaning toward a passage in Psalm and um, about putting a stake in the ground.
0: I had a steak the other night. Oh, that's not the steak you were talking about. No, no.
1: So, and I'm going through my mind if there's some way I can get some mini steaks where people can actually take them home and drive Mm -hmm. them in a flower pot or put them in the ground to remind you to put a steak in the ground. So I'm actually thinking this is what it's going to be. I I have, I literally outlined it last night when I was at home. And so, um, I got to put some, Meat on the bones, but other
0: than that, i am been praying about that. So we'll see what happens. So That's good.
1: that could be the next, uh, the next one you see.
0: There we go. So I have to probably have some good songs to go along with that. Should be good. Yeah. And
1: maybe we serve steaks afterwards.
0: I don't know. I, I'm down. I, so I cooked a steak the other night in my cast iron pan. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and I used this time I used, um, Weber's Chicago steak seasoning. Okay. It was a New York strip, and if I've got a choice, like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go ribeye all day long. Right. I actually prefer the bone in ribeyes. I think they have even better flavor. Mm-hmm. But this New York strip that I had was probably it was a good inch and a quarter, inch and a half thick. Beautiful. I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, you did. It was phenomenal, and I had it cooked perfect, like medium. Well, I forgot to send you a
1: picture of my steak on Friday night. I went to Longhorn and I had the thanks outlaw. for the invite. I was exactly. Busy. Well, you could have come. It was in actually, Cincinnati. So. I was busy actually, so <laughs> but uh, I took the grandkids and I needed to uh, um, Longhorn. Fun time, wild time. No, I'm you know, sure you know how it is with yeah. kids. And um, but man, the outlaw was so good, bone in, perfect. Oh yeah, actually, it's one of the most affordable
0: steaks and really good steaks that I that you can actually get. Although you said the price went up. Price did go up. It's so almost 30 bucks. I can cook them at home. Probably just as good. Mm. You could. I could. I don't know. This is really good. You know
1: how good it is. What? I think
0: we forget. I need to have you up for steaks again. Well, I'm all game for that.
1: Right? I'm game for just, hey, just
0: let me know it's when. It's not really, it's not really Blackstone weather right could now. Could
1: you get your heat running first? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs>
0: start a fire in the middle of the floor
1: <laughs> yeah right so um if you guys um you know have um any um any topics that you'd like for us to uh, talk about briefly or if you have any coffee that you guys would like for us to try we're willing to do that T- this morning i'm drinking i'm drinking black rifle coffee beyond black Ooh. and um super good so i finished it you know about halfway through the podcast and shook my
0: glass at you and what are you drinking i am drinking black rifles freedom fuel
1: really black rifle yeah do you know i i I diverge usually it's tim hortons right Um, i thought about that morning have you been through to
0: get some tim hortons with almond milk you know i haven't i need to i went through what day was it it was saturday
1: you sent me a picture
0: it was good i got three shots of almond milk in it
1: and three shots of espresso
0: no oh
1: goodness (laughs) You'd be like, I've been up since Saturday. <laughs> I
0: haven't slept since Saturday. You need
1: to get three shots of espresso just before worship practice with Linda. Oh, she would love that. She'd love that. Yeah.
0: She always loves it when you come wired. I saw a thing and <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was this little stick figure. Did I tell you about it? No. It was a little stick figure and it was a guy leading worship. He had a guitar and everything and it said worship leader and he had a little speech bubble come out. It says worship practice should be short tonight. And then it said, uh, two hours later, Underneath of it And then he had a speech bubble that says Okay, now for the second song <laughs> Is that the way it is? No, not not at all <laughs> Awesome Try to be as efficient as possible <laughs> That's really good
1: Hey, I forgot to mention um We have student ministry youth groups Starting back up again That's on February the 6th, correct? I believe so Is that Super Soul, Super Bowl Sunday?
0: I don't know When is Super Bowl Sunday? I don't know Oh, I've only on. watched two NFL games this entire year and that was, has been the 49ers games the last two weeks. Can you believe San Francisco beat Green Bay and yeah, yeah. Green Bay and Tampa's out. Tom Brady is out now. He got beat yesterday. So this coming weekend, this coming Sunday, San Francisco plays Los Angeles. Last game of the season, San Francisco beat Los Angeles. So Can I'm you feeling believe pretty the good. Bengals are still in it.
1: No. Can you believe we could have a San Francisco Bengal? Super Bowl, you know what happened the last two times that happened. I do know, I do too. I do know, but you weren't even born.
0: Were you the first time it happened? No, it was 81 the first time. I was <laughs> so like, I was negative like four. four years
1: before you were even born, but I, was, I was there.
0: I was three the second time, and yeah, you were. But the Niners beat them both times, yeah, they did. First uh,
1: quarterback in 81 was Ken Anderson, okay, and I believe the quarterback in 88 was um, Boomer Sierson. Mm-hmm. So, yep, but yeah, so. I don't, um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the Bengals doing it, but maybe they will. We'll
0: see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah.
1: So you 49ers might be it. 49ers have been
0: in it a lot, though. They have been, but They've been man, a lot. They, they're not that great of a team. I it's mean,
1: like 49ers are in it a lot and Tom Brady's in it a lot. You know what I mean? It's like, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: You know what? I know everybody just can't stand Tom Brady. I do. I like him. I like him. I like I him do. a lot. I think he's, he's it's had like a great Bryce Harper. I like Bryce Harper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, Tom. Tom's had a great career He's, he's stayed injury-free for the most point point. And I think a lot of it's, you know We talk a lot on here about what we eat and everything But you know, I think a lot of it's what he eats How he sure takes care of his body yeah, Not out. just during the season, but in the off-season And you know, that's And you like his sidekick, uh, Gronk Gronk, you know uh, <laughs> I do, I like He's you. crazy, but he is, <laughs> he is funny crazy. <laughs> He's funny he, We used to watch The Masked Singer <laughs> Where they dress up in these costumes and sing, and you had to. He was on there. Terry Bradshaw was on there too. That was kind of awkward, but (laughs) it's like eighty, isn't he? (laughs) I don't think so. But gosh, he. Neither one of them can sing real well. Goodness, so I don't know. Now we're people. We've lost everybody. Yeah, they're like what we just went into football, (laughs) right? Football and the masked singer. So. Well, hey, we hope that you have a great week. Uh, if you're here in Ohio, I hope you enjoy the snow. I hope you find some joy. Craig, I'm going to be praying that you find joy in the snow because guess what? You're not going to have any uh, less snow. You'll just have less joy.
1: You know what? I'm I'm looking forward to right now. As soon as this is over, I'm running out to the field. I'm
0: making snow angels. I will take a video of that and post it on Facebook on our okay. church Facebook page. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we hope you have a great week. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Grounded. We hope you'll join us next week as we, um, again, talk about God's will for our lives and what that looks like. How do we discern God's will? So thank you, Craig, for joining me. Thank you for letting me. Hey, no problem. Have a great day. You too. Thanks.